Good morning and welcome to EMACC Chamber Chat Meet Our Members. I'm here this morning with Marie Noglos. Um, uh, we do not have a um, member to chat with this morning, unfortunately, as a, a, a last minute cancellation occurred. So um, Marie and I decided to get together and we're going to talk a little bit, obviously, about the chamber itself. And also we decided to um, talk about some of our nonprofit organizations that are involved and have been with members of the chamber for quite a long time. So good morning, Marie. Good morning, Ray. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. Good. Um, so first, a little bit of <clears throat> chamber business. And, you know, Jennifer's, um, you know, as the executive director is a lot better at rattling a lot of this information <laughs> off. So I'm, not, I'm going to read some information, you know, here about um, upcoming events with the chamber. Um, but first, I wanted to thank a shared universe podcast studio, our podcast, our podcast partner. Thank, thank you. you, Ming. Ming Chen is here with us. Um, uh, thank you to PDR Packaging and Distribution Resources, which is our corporate sponsor. Um, also, some upcoming events. The EMACC holiday parties on December 8th uh, from 5 to 7 p.m. at Red Bank Tank Brewery in Red Bank. It's a complimentary event. Um, we suggest that you bring a Visa or an Amazon gift card as we're going to be donating those to the families of Monmouth Day Care Center. Um, and um, we wanted to thank um, our first drink sponsors for that evening, Marie Noglos and Elaine Chambray from Woodward <clears throat> Realty in, in Rumson. And our second drink sponsor is Tom Duffy from Jersey Shore Financial Advisors. Um, we will have uh, light fare at Red Tank um, as they don't have any food service directly. So we will bring some light hors d'oeuvres in. And um, that's compliments of the Business After Hours Committee. Um, coming up on Monday, January 10th, we will have our inaugural Women in Business event on Monday, January 10th, 2022, from 5 to 7 p.m. at your CBD store, which is in Monmouth Beach. Uh, focusing on empowering this, um, the Women in Business focuses on empowering, supporting, and collaborating with women in business. And the theme is health and wellness to start your new year off right. <clears throat> Thank you to our premier food sponsor for that event, Christine Zaliski from Manasquan Bank. And thank you to Elena Sullivan, uh, Saley, for uh, hosting the event at her store. Um, EMAC will have its first uh, business networking breakfast of 2022 at the Middletown Arts Center on, on January 12th from 8 to 930 um, it's, it's going to be a new format. We're going to focus. Traditionally, um, the breakfast events have been more of a, f you know, 45 minute to an hour presentation on a specific topic. We're going to flip that a little bit, try and do more networking at these events and have a shorter topic conversation of about 20 minutes. So, um, that's a little change to the format. We are looking for sponsors to start to take advantage of early promotion. You know, obviously, it's about two months out. Um, we have a pr premier sponsor opportunity and an opportunity to be the food sponsor for the event. And, um, you know, we, you know, emphasize that these um, sponsorships are, uh, as a premier sponsor, you get five minutes to speak to um all the people at the event about your business and, and what makes your business unique and what makes you unique. So um, we really need to, um, you know, have those sponsors, but I think it's a great opportunity to promote yourself 
and your business uh, to a specific group and they get to hear more detailed information about what you're doing. Um, and last, um, but certainly not least, um, we have our Spinnaker Awards, which are on March 23rd of 2022 at the Gramercy at Lakeside Manor, which is in Hazlitt. And I can um, confirm to you now the um, the slate of winners for that event because I just got a text um, telling me an update. Oh, so awesome. that's a perfect timing. <laughs> literally, just moments ago, <laughs> I got a text that says, "No, they didn't get back to me." So move on to the the other uh, to our uh, our next one, which. We have uh, multiple awards, and um, the Spinnaker Awards are, are done every year, and we um, we award them for a, a variety of of categories. And so this year, the slate includes um, some very well known names. And um, the first and uh, at the top of the list is the Arts and Culture Award, which is going to the Count Basie Theater. Um, the Count Basie obviously has expanded over the last uh, two years, mm -hmm. and it brings arts and is bringing more arts into the community, which obviously is uh, is well needed and they do such a fantastic job. Um, the volunteer of the year is Claire Knopf. Um, Claire has been involved with a number of organizations, including Monmouth Medical Center um, and various other nonprofit organizations. The Community Service Award, which is for a smaller business that has less than 50 employees, will go to Reardon Anderson, a law firm in, um, in Tinton Falls. The Public Service Award is Mayor Bob Neff of Little Silver. Uh, our, one of my favorite categories, actually, that I came up with a number of years ago was um, honoring someone that's been in our community, especially in the, um, in the Eastern Monmouth Area Chamber um, Network, is Erwin uh, Marine. And they've been in business 50-plus years, and they'll be honored this year. The Next Generation... Um, uh, Honoree is Kevin Ertle. Um, the nonprofit organization is Covenant House, New Jersey, Asbury Park. Nice. And the Good Neighbor Award is Smolin Lupin CPA firm um, in, in Red Bank. So that's our slate. Um, we're very, very excited. And obviously now we are um, we have our everybody, you know, finalized, which is terrific. So we're quite happy about that. Now we can move along. Yeah. So th those are the basics of what we wanted to kind of touch base on right now. But, um, you know, what we what we decided to do again was to try and highlight um, some of the nonprofits that that are involved in 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 um, in the chamber. And um, Marie and I actually are very <laughs> familiar with a couple of them in particular. Um, and so I thought we'd start off with, um, you know, one that and I'll let. You jump in. And okay. We'll start off with CPC Behavioral Healthcare. Um, we have both been involved with the organization for a long time. Uh, I'm the past chair of the organization. And why don't you jump in and uh, tell a little bit about what CPC is all about? Um, CPC is a very great nonprofit organization that helps people um, of all ages in Monmouth County um, in time of need. I got involved because I knew of a few people that could use their services, and I really liked what they did for them. I um, ran their gala for, um, I don't know, five, six years now? Yes. <clears throat> uh, to raise funds to help. And every year they had a gala. They always um, raised certain money through a special auction. And one the last year was from, for Uber. 
some of their patients do not have license or do not have a car and needed to get to their doctor appointments. And um, next to the last year, we raised quite a bit of money, yeah. plus $85,000, which went a long way. Um, it is near and dear to our heart. I'm not sure if they're going to keep going with the galas, but they're always looking for volunteers and for donations. Yeah, the other thing, um, you know, the CPC is um, is very act. You know, one of the main, the two main things that they're they're they perform services for are mental health and addiction services. And um, I just read a report recently um, within the last week that once again. Um, Drug overdoses are, are are escalating rapidly again, um, mostly due to people that have become or have become more addicted to uh, alcohol and or drugs during the pandemic. Um, they're seeing an, a very, very large spike in cases of, of overdoses. Um, and, you know, CPC provides addiction services uh, throughout Monmouth and into Ocean County. Um, we have multiple locations. I, I do say we because I am on, on the board. <laughs> um, and the organization does have, um, you know, services ranging um, from integration of mental health and addiction and um, also integrating with uh, their physicians to provide a all-inclusive and one, uh, one, really a one-location service to help them. Um, CPC has been around for almost, uh, I think we're at close to 65 years. Yeah, something like that. Um, and again, they've been providing those services for, for years and they see thousands of patients, uh, every, every day, uh, well, not every day, but every year. Um, but you know, some days they are so busy that they, in their multiple locations, they, they, uh, it's 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 unfortunate that they are that busy. I guess is what I'm trying to say. So, you know, the organization is um, is is very very uh, very well well run, and they and they have a terrific team. And um, if you know of anybody that's struggling with mental health or addiction issues, I would strongly suggest you reach out to them. Um, another name that's on our list is the Mammoth, uh, which most people you know probably have a pretty good idea what they do is the Mammoth County SPCA. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, obviously they they are out there um, helping and, and rescuing, um, you know, uh, dogs, cats, other animals that have become uh, abandoned or, or or hurt or people just don't uh, or won't care for them any longer. And they find, you know, homes and, um, you know, for for them, for their animals. Who apparently were also very busy during the pandemic. Yes. Um, with people going to get a pet and finding a lot, yeah, um, not being able to afford, and so on. So that's really good that they were able to help a lot. Yeah. Um, the Girl Scouts of the Jersey Shore. You want to jump in on the Girl Scouts um, of the Jersey Shore? Were you ever, were you ever a Girl Scout? I was Scout? a Girl Scout. I did not follow through. I went to about sophomore in high school. <laughs> well, much farther than I was when yes. I was a kid. I did one yes. year. Now, uh, Girl Scout is a great program. Um, I tried to push my girls to go through with it. You know what? Times were different. Yeah. You know, when when we were younger, that's what you did because that was our wet stepping stone on to life and growing up going through college, but um, it, it's still a very good organization. I, I, I wish they would just get more um, 
an enrollment program. Yeah. But I, I think um, it, it serves wonderfully for those girls that uh, are participating in it, though. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, I know that um, Jennifer just actually was, I think she was here last week, um, speaking to a group of um, young women about, <clears throat> you know, her role in the community um, and her, you know, her relationship to businesses in the community. Um, so I think, you know, they do reach out and they do pro try and provide. I think it was for like a, it was like for a business badge, I think, oh. or something like that. So, um you know, she spoke to, I'm not exactly sure how many people it was, but, you know, she said it was a very interesting interaction. And I think that's what the Girl Scouts have become a little bit more forward thinking. Yes. And what they're looking to do. <clears throat> not in the old, probably yeah. when you were doing it, they were probably doing <laughs> I don't baking. Even, baking and, I don't even remember a business badge. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, um Another nonprofit that's uh, on our list that, that many people are probably familiar with is the um, is the Jersey Shore Partnership. Um, Jersey Shore Partnership um, hosts an annual event out on Sandy Hook that's extremely well attended um, where they bring in um, it's like a food and wine tasting. Um, but all the major restaurants are there and they are very, very well supported through that. Endeavor, but um, the Jersey Shore Partnership is out there to help raise funds to protect, um, you know, the Jersey Shore, our our, our rivers, our streams, um, you know, our, our our land, and doing what they can to um, to support uh, keeping open space available. So they've done a fantastic job over the years, and and obviously they work in conjunction with. Clean Ocean Action, which is another, yep. another another member of the another member of the chamber that um, that we that's been an active member for years, right? And um, obviously, Clean Ocean Action is out there just by defining by its name. Um, you know, it was out there to tell keep our waterways waterways clean. That's a tough one to say it. Mm -hmm. um, so they're so they've both been very very active with us. Um, the um, Let's see. Middletown Arts Center. Do you have some info? Are you a little bit stuck on that one a little bit as well? I am. Um, I will tell you. It, um, uh, the, I think the first time I was there was for the 9-11 memorial they had okay. there. And um, I actually did do a tour inside the building. And then I was there for the breakfast. I was very impressed with that nice uh, building there. Yeah, it, it's, it's I, over by the train station, mm -hmm, right? Mm-hmm. It's um, as soon as you go over the train tracks coming from our side uh, over there. And uh, very nice building. Very nice. Um, they do have a lot of events there. I, at one point, I'm not quite sure if they still do, they were running classes, like Mommy and Me classes, mm -hmm. things like that. But they do have um, a theater program also that's supposed to be okay. very good. Okay. But um, no, great, great place. Terrific. Um, I'm going to let you jump in on Covenant House. Uh, Covenant House. One of our honorees. Asbury Park. I'm on their board. Um, so I'm sure most of you know what Covenant House is, is um, getting children, youths off the streets. Um, they're on the streets for many different uh, reasons, whether it's drugs, alcohol, family issues. And Covenant House um, will try to get them off the streets and they usually are pretty good at it. Uh, the children, the youths, are usually between 16 and 21, and they um, are groomed to be able to live on their own, 
to cook. They're taught um, very life skills. And hopefully by the time they're 21, 22, they're on their way to um, move on. Apparently, I just got an email that uh, two are moving out, that they are doing well. They have a savings account, business, and they're uh, moving in. One is moving into an apartment, and one girl is being reunited with her daughter. That's awesome. So um, they are always looking for donations. Like I said, I'm on the board for the Asbury um, for Thanksgiving and Christmas, they're always looking for gift cards to either Krausers, Walmart, ShopRite, and uh, food donations. So if anybody can help, feel free to reach out. Yeah, Covenant House, um, Jennifer, my wife, has been in, involved in for many years yeah. as well. Um, you know, they they do a variety of things. And, and you know, they do um, – one of the other things that they do to, to – to, actively engage people, which is very unique. And I think it has continued to promote, um, you know, the, the organization is that they do, they do sleep outs, mm -hmm. which, um, there's, you know, basically, and there's, I think there's one coming up tonight. Is it tonight? Or it was last night or tonight. Um, but there's a, there's a, that was a New York, New York one or Newark. I think it was Newark. But there's a friend of uh, mine that went to high school with me, John Byron, and he, mm -hmm. he raises um, – he, he does a sleep out every year. Um, I know he had a, a pretty aggressive goal, which I think he was – when I saw, he was 80 percent there, which was to raise you know $5,000 on his own for the organization. And what they do is they literally go onto the street and sleep out just as – In as, a cardboard box. Uh, just as some of the people that um, get admitted into Covenant and have done for, for extended lengths of time. Uh, without a home. So um, the organization, uh, you know, does fantastic work with, with these young individuals. And it, it's it's sometimes the, the very last thing that that they may have um, that will, will save their lives. Um, and we've attended um, um, their gala uh, on a number of occasions. And mm -hmm. they've had people speak about their um, their experience. And that experience has been, in general, nothing but fantastic. So um, Covenant House is another, um, you know, organization that certainly deserves a lot of support. And we we will continue to do what we can as a chamber to support them as well. Um, another uh, honoree of um, the uh, chamber for the Spinnick Award is the Count Basie Theater. I think a lot of people are very familiar with the Count Basie. But, you know, their recent um, expansion has uh, really added a lot of... Um, additional um, opportunities for individuals and groups to um, to utilize their services. And I believe Lake House Music um, from Magic Park has just uh, opened up a, a mm -hmm. second location there. Yep. Um, you know, they've expanded to be able to hold, um, you know, more uh, cocktail type events, you know, at the venue um, you know, Tim McLoon uh, performs there every year with his Holiday Express right. group in, in December. Um, the, organ the, the Count Basie is a gem in, in Red Bank. And I think more with this expansion, I think it's going to receive more and more attention, which is obviously well-deserved. You know, um, I was out walking the other morning and I noticed they also purchased the um, movie theater yes. on White. Yep. They to do. continue movies, do you know? Yes. Um, so we, they just had, um, they just had a premiere of a local residence movie that was produced. Oh, is that Siobhan, where Siobhan? Yes, Fallon um, produced her movie. Um, 
and which was called Rushed, mm-hmm. um, which I had a, a very brief cameo in. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so me and several of my friends were were, were extras in a cocktail um, reception, <laughs> and I got about I don't know about three to four seconds I think on camera. <laughs> so celebrity. <laughs> yeah. So, but I'm not the big celebrity. We had another friend of mine that was had more time on camera than I did. <laughs> so. Um, um, Another name that um, it should be familiar to people, especially in the, in the Red Bank area, is Lunch Break. Um, uh, lunch Break is, I, I don't know how long they've been around. I, I feel like as long as I can remember. Yeah. Uh, um, I would say at least mid-60s, too. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, at uh, least that one on um, on East Ber- uh, West Bergen Place. Right. That's right. the one I'm familiar with. So um, they are actually looking... I think they are they're in the process of looking at an expansion which tells you um oh. obviously that the community is in need. in need of it um and uh, and what they do which the name would suggest is they provide not only food and meals to uh people that are in in need of those things or, or need of those services but also they they do provide um and collect clothing for individuals as well um, they have been um, around for many, many years. They were a past Spinnaker um, Award winner um, mm-hmm. for Don Profit of the Year. Um, it's just a terrific organization that does so much for for the local community. I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure. I think the expansion is literally just to you know add more space because they they are busting at the seams right. to. Um, to keep all everything um, that they need on hand. And they're also looking for volunteers to prep and donate food. And I think the reason why they're doing that expand is because they need people in there to help more, to help serve and cook, and they need the space. Right. So another That street is always packed at lunchtime, which is unbelievable. Yep. uh, Red Bank River Center, which has been around for many, many years as well. I mean, it, it, it must go back close to 20, probably close to 20, 25 years, maybe even longer. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're into, they're in Red Bank and they are, help the Red Bank businesses organize and, mm-hmm. um, promote their, promote those businesses through various events. Um, they other- have two big events that I've been volunteering at for God knows how many years. The, um, or Guinness and Oyster Fest, right. and what was the other one? It used to be um, food and wine taste around the world or something. Yeah, so you know, and they they also well, I know that before the pandemic, they they actually would have they had street performers out yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they still do that. They or did not. that ice skating in, yeah. on Broad Street. Yeah, the fake ice skating yeah. that was great. Yeah. Um, YMCA of Greater Monmouth County in in Red Bank, um, obviously an organization that m- many people are familiar with. Um, you know the YMCA's have been around for for many many years, and um, you know the, again they're they're they provide a wide variety of services. You know obviously you know, first and foremost providing um, a safe place for exercise for 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 any person that's um, interested, basketball court, swimming, mm. full uh, full gym. But um, I know they provide other services as well, um, you know, classes and things of that nature. And they're definitely an organization that has been involved with us for quite a long time. And we've, um, we continue to support them and they do a great job of um, supporting the community. Um, 
the one of the other nonprofits that that, that, that we're involved in, and um, Jennifer in particular wanted me to just give a brief shout out to was uh, the New Jersey Business and Industry Association. Yes. Um, obviously, an organization that's designed to help promote business within New Jersey. Uh, the organization was very very active in helping um, not only the chamber but um, all of its business members um, in what transpired during the pandemic. Um, Jennifer was be able was was on um, a committee that was providing information and feedback to NJBIA that they in turn um, you know worked with and promoted to um, and advocated for their members uh, to um, you know governmental agencies and you know directly to um, you know our state legislators and county legislators about what was going on with COVID, um, trying to help them, you know, disseminate the information and, and do what was best for, you know, their businesses and, and also advocate to try and obviously keep their businesses open as much as possible. Um, NJBIA is a very big supporter of, uh, of the businesses in, in our state. They're very uh, integrated and active with the State Chamber of Commerce, which um, again, I was extremely uh, active and Tom Bracken, the, uh, the uh, executive director of, uh, and chairman of the uh, state chamber, uh, did a fantastic job with uh, hosting uh, Zoom events that Jennifer again was on um, and disseminating information out to the community. So they've done a, you know, they've done a terrific job over the years on, in being very, very active with the business community. So um, they are uh, they are an organization that, um, you know, if you're if you're involved in a business, you own a business, you should you should consider you know having a discussion about taking a look at um, getting involved in that organization. Um, do you want to jump in? We have the United Way of Monmouth and Ocean Counties. Do you have any? Have you been involved with them at all? No, I haven't been involved with United Way since I left the city. We were involved in, um, uh, when I worked for Morgan Stanley, they were um, very supportive of it. No, I haven't done anything with okay. you. Not, what, I, are they still in Monmouth County? Yeah, Monmouth and Ocean. Yeah, yeah no, I yeah. have not done. Well, I mean, look, we can't be informed on it. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, we're, we're doing our best here. And we, <laughs> Can only be involved in yeah, so, so many things. Um, you know, I'll, uh, I'll volunteer for them. What do I have to do? <laughs> another, uh, and I'm, I'm going to try and read this screen. I can't, I can't but Bill Aikens, uh, at... Bill Atkins, I'm sorry, uh, you know, mentioned Mama Score. Um, and um, Mama Score is uh, an organization that is um, looking to help people and, um, and to either expand or to grow their businesses. Um, and it's always free. And what you basically have with Score is you have uh, former either executives of, 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 uh, of, of large organizations or individuals that ran um, businesses. And what they do is, is again, noting that this is free, um, they provide guidance to individual business owners on how to either start or grow their business. And, you know, it's, 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 it's the great thing about it is it's, it's one-on-one. You work with an individual and, and they help these people try and come up with ways that um, are going to be long-term beneficial. And, and the years of experience that these individuals have at SCORE, um, 
you know, you can't replace that. Uh, so they've been involved with the chamber for for quite a long time, and we've had, um, you know, I know that they've had a. Uh, very good success over the years and um, you know, good people. Um, that's another organization that, that the chamber has been involved with. Um, one of our, our, our I would kind of call them a, a partner organization is an organization run by Bed Waldron called the Monmouth Ocean Development Council. And <clears throat> the Monmouth Ocean Development Council is, you know, for kind of giving you a basic idea, if you've never heard the name pop up before, it's, it's basically, you know, theoretically, it's a, it's kind of like a large chamber covering all of Monmouth and all of Ocean County. Um, they're very big advocates for uh, business throughout those two counties. Um, they are, are very... Um, integrated in the government affairs of um, of you know the different legislative bodies, um, and they have a strong uh, core of um, of businesses that are involved um, in that organization as well, just as we do. Uh, and they have um, networking events. I know they have a, I believe they have their um, holiday lunch coming up first or second week of December, um, which is usually very well attended. Um, and, you know, they collect gifts for, um, you know, uh, Toys for Tots, Tots. And they also do free giveaways for everybody that attends. They encourage people to bring, you know, a small gift, a bottle of wine or, you know, <laughs> gift card or, uh, you know, goodie bags of some sort. Um, but Ben Waldron's done a fantastic job over uh, many, many years with uh, that organization as well. Um, you know, I did serve on their board for a brief amount of time, um, but a very well-run organization that does promote businesses very well in, in the community. Um, let me see. Um, obviously, for us, the majority of our um, local um, universities and colleges um, are involved with us, uh, Brookdale Community College, uh, Monmouth University, Georgian Court University. Obviously, everybody knows exactly what they do, but they are very supportive of our um, of our organization. Um, you know, and Brookdale provides uh, you know a room for us to have board meetings in. Yep. Um, you know, they are very active um, with. Um, um, they are very active with the, the business community through. Um, you know, various uh, uh, programs that they have set up um, and, and run. Um, uh, let's see, who else am I missing? There was a couple more on here. Oh, um, one of the other um, organizations that was kind of spun um, out of uh, out of uh, the Eastern Monmouth Area Chamber of Commerce is the EMACC Educational Foundation. Mm-hmm. Um you want to jump in? No. That gives out um, scholarships. Um, and I forget, it's, um, it's for special students, either 25 years old and going back to school or um, sophomore, no, junior or senior mm-hmm. attending college for the first time. Uh, I think, I believe, if I'm correct, over $300,000 in scholarships. Yeah. And the organization also... Um, they will um, provide scholarships for non-traditional students. So that's um, the word I couldn't think of that word. Yeah, the non-traditional students, somebody that's atten- attending a trade school. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they will also provide um, also provide um, 
scholarships and or grants to those individuals. Um, so that's an organization that obviously does a, a terrific job as yes, well. We just had that one woman speak at the last Spinnaker Award. Yes. Who was a non-traditional student, uh, a mother. Yeah. I believe yeah. it was. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and she was, she, you know, said that she really couldn't have done it with, with without them. Um, so, um, let's see, I'm trying to see if that all the boards were on, <laughs> um, you know, while we're on the topic of specifically, you know, there's obviously hundreds of, of nonprofit organizations that do a variety of, um, services and provide a variety of, um, services for, for different individuals, um, we, we could probably stay all day, day here and, uh, and talk about every one of them. But um, I guess what, you know, one of the things that I would say is that if you if you want to learn more about any of these organizations, obviously you can, um, you know, visit their websites. Um, we have um, um, certainly a list of, of all of these organizations that if you were interested in, uh, we could share. Um, but, um, th I, I think the, the theme that you're seeing is that there's a lot of, a lot of people I think, think of, you know, Monmouth and Ocean County and Monmouth County in particular is to be, you know, extremely wealthy and that there's, there's not a lot that needs to be done, you know, within Monmouth and Ocean to, to help, um, individuals. But I, I really think that that, you know, sometimes we get caught up in our own little lives and don't think about necessarily, who out there is really suffering and you know it you know you don't have to be um you know you know a homeless person on the street to have a mental health issue um you don't need to be you know somebody that has been in trouble with the law to have an addiction issue that is affecting their lives um you know i i, I think things happen um that are well beyond the majority of the the control of individuals and I was I was recently um, I think I was I don't know if it was on 60 Minutes, but there was a, a report about, um, you know, uh, homelessness and and, you know, the affordability of 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 homes. And, you know, um, people, you know, are always saying, well, you know, you know, if you live in a car, you know, why don't you just go find a job so you can some, find somewhere to live and. The answer to that is sometimes, you know, the job isn't enough to even pay for the place to live, let alone to provide food and um, and, and clothing to the individual. So I think some people believe that, you know, you should just be able to go out and, you know, with all the job openings that are out there, find a job and find a house. Well, that's not as easy as it sounds. And in this area, it's very, very hard to find and even getting more difficult to find, you know, affordable units. So, you know, I think that's something to consider when you, you know, are thinking about looking at how you can support uh, a nonprofit organization, you know, that is in our area. Um, think about, you know, those different things that that you take for granted and maybe you should, uh, you know, try and come up with a way to um, to see if you can spend a little time. And sometimes it's not about money. Sometimes, as, as yep. Marie mentioned, you know, uh, lunch break, you know, volunteering, volunteering. Your, your time. Uh, it, it's, it's not always about money. I mean, these organizations, you know, generally do need a lot of volunteers in order to make everything work. That's right. And, um, you know, I, again, you know, keep coming back to lunch break as a perfect example. 
Um, so, you know, think about those things as you, as you, uh, um, as, you know, you ponder, you know, the holiday season coming up and maybe how you can help. So, sure. um, you know, I was thinking that maybe, you know, we've, we've kind of talked quite a bit about different, um, you know, different nonprofits. So maybe changing it up a little bit and for, for at least a few more minutes, why don't you jump in and tell us what's going on with <laughs> the housing market? We mentioned uh, housing market in, in, in the area. And yeah. Um, so why don't you just tell us a little bit about that? And then maybe I'll fill some people in on what's going on in, in my, my part of the world. Well, the housing market has softened up a little bit. Um, mainly because there's no inventory. And, you know, everyone says, now's a good time to sell my house, but where am I going to go? Um, there's always going to be a house for someone somewhere. Whether uh, they get outbidded, which had happened quite a few times in the last two years. Um, it, it's going to get better. <laughs> I'm told it's going to get better, <laughs> but it's still a little crazy. And uh, Normally, this time of the year, things have slowed down because of the holidays, and right. there's not that mad rush to get the children in school. But a, a lot of people during COVID just sold their house and are in rentals, and they're still out there looking. Right. So you, I still have a lot of these buyers just can't find a house. So hopefully, come the new year, spring market, or sooner, <laughs> things will turn around. But, you know, it's a shame with these interest rates are so great and not be able to take advantage of them. Right. Fair so, enough. but a lot, I have seen a lot of people move out of the city. A lot, a lot of them um, were able to get a really great price, uh, especially a lot of those brownstones. And then they're coming down here, which is fine, but they're taking all the inventory away <laughs> from the people local. Have you but, seen a lot of people, have you seen um, from the seller side? That are leaving the state? Um, no, I interesting. I because you hear you, yes. hear you hear that everybody's getting out. Yes, I have not. I have maybe two clients out of um, a lot in the last two years that actually moved out. Okay. Um, no, it was still more of um, downsize and upsize. Okay. Um, it was a perfect time for um, a lot of the renters that I had that were able to purchase instead of spending that money on the rent. The rents, right. there's bidding wars with rentals now. It's wow. absurd. And, you know, if you're going to spend $2,500 a month on rent, that's a mortgage payment. Right. At least you own it. Right. But, you know, everybody has a different story, too. Right. So. Right. It, 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 it's good. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> so um, the, for people that don't know, I, I'm, a, I'm a commercial lending officer with, with Provident Bank, and I, I run a team of lenders. I have three lenders that work with me, and I still, um, I'm still responsible for, for producing new loans. And actually, I'm after I leave here, I'm going to a loan closing, which is great. Nice. Yeah. That's good. Closings nice, are good. Nice big one. Um, so... Uh, I, I would say, you know, speaking in general to businesses out there, making it, you know, kind of a general statement. I think that um, my guidance would be if you're if you're looking to to buy a building or to get into a a, a building right now. Um, yes, the prices are high, but the the offset to that is um, is that uh, you know the interest rates are still. Even though there's been a bit of an up uptick in rates um, over the past uh, three to four months. 
they're still, you know, very, very low in relation to uh, historical oh, levels. Absolutely. So if you're looking at a commercial building or a commercial, off, you know, commercial office building um, for yourself, um, certainly that's still a good time. And I would also say that in making a broad-based general statement about, um, you know, banks in this market, Monmouth and Ocean County, um, which obviously there are there are a lot. Um, there are a lot of large institutions that are out there, um, you know, which if you have a, a, a large business may be a great fit for you. Um, there's a still very, very uh, broad range of community banks out there that are interested in providing services. Um, and I will tell you that bankers right now, in general, making a general state, obviously, statement, um, it, from, it varies from bank to bank, um, but most banks have excess deposits um, to lend because quite honestly we as as lenders can't keep up with um, you know the volume of, of new transactions um, you know and well let me rephrase that we can we, we, we I think bankers in general can keep up with the, the commercial transactions but what I'm what I'm inferring is that the deposits are growing faster than the loans. Um, and that deposit growth is is for a lot of different reasons. I think there's a lot of businesses out there that are um, that are, are are holding tight on cash to see where the economy goes with inflation. Um, they may be holding back on hiring. They may have seen during the pandemic that they can do better with a few less employees um, and still maintain um, their business models. Um, so I think that's why we're seeing a rise in the deposit side. Um, obviously, the government has has provided a lot of funds through various programs, right. specifically the PPP program, which was the Paycheck uh, Proje- Prevention Pay- Paycheck Protection Program, right. and that has provided a lot of liquidity to to businesses, both large and you know small in our area. So um, you know now is a, a pretty good time to start thinking about um, you know maybe if you're in the market, um, you're taking a look at look at uh, expanding your business and talking to your banker, um, getting to know your lending officer again. Um, and seeing what might be an opportunity for you there. Um, definitely a still a good time to, to look for financing from a bank. Um, and, and like I said, there's a lot of banks that are involved in our organization, um, you know, TD Bank, First Constitution Bank, um, you know, Provident Bank is the bank I work for, um, um, Manasquan Savings, Manasquan Bank, um, used to be Manasquan Savings, now Manasquan Bank. Um, you know, they're, they're very active, um, with us. Um, so I can confidently say that they're interested in helping out. Um, Anything else that you can touch on or you want to jump in on? Um, I just want to say, um, November 27th is National Shop Local. Yes. So please try to get out. Start your early Christmas shopping if there's anything left on the shelves. <laughs> but at least get out and try to shop local. Oh, wait a minute. I was at ShopRite. No, Food Town yesterday. And I asked when I donate my turkeys. The guy, I said, yeah, I can come Tuesday, right? He goes, no, you better come tomorrow, meaning today, to get your turkey because there may not be any left. Wow. The deliveries are not coming in. So that's another thing everybody's got to get busy doing. Well, might, be having, might be having lasagna yeah. for dinner. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Yes, but definitely shop local on the 27th. Um, I believe that's a, a New Jersey world uh, statewide thing um, to do with that. Yeah, and I think, I, I think there's some 
a benefit to either the small business yes. itself. Mm-hmm. I, I forget what Amex does, but yes, um, they're supposed to be giving back. I think yes. Amex was. Yeah. Um, but I also know that a lot of um, uh, towns also provide. Um, I know a couple of our local ones. Uh, a stroll that day yeah. where a lot of the stores are offering discounts and ideas and it's, it's a nice idea. Yeah. I think it's great, you know, yeah. to support. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I think that we've kind of reached our point here. Wait, I, no, no, I, no, 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 one, one more. One more. What? Um, shout out to RFH tonight. Okay. Yeah. The Bulldogs, if they win, they go to the States at Rutgers and my niece Emily will be cheering. So, if you want to go, you have to get a ticket online because apparently it's going to be a mob scene. And I think it's purple. Yes. Purple night. Purple night. Yeah. So if you have any purple, lipstick, whatever. <laughs> so um, I think despite having a few extra minutes, Ming, you have anything to add you want to touch on? I mean, I know uh, you, you're involved in some uh, nonprofit organizations. Are you not? Uh, I'm, I'm on the board of the uh, YMCA of Greater Monmouth County. You want to add something? Uh, and uh, Garden, Garden State Film Festival. Uh, I'm on Why don't that you board talk, as well. Go, ahead, yeah. go and chat and, a little uh, bit about that. No, I'm just happy you guys are here. So you know, always welcome you back over here. So, um, And you guys did Thank a great you. job. I know you, you had to wing it, but that's what we do in uh, streaming and podcasting. Sometimes you go, <laughs> you wing it, go off the cuff a little bit. So. And uh, things, you know, as, as we've seen this past year and a half, almost two years, uh, things change very quickly around, around here. Just uh, deal with it and uh, and move on. So, um, so yeah, welcome. Uh, great Friday morning and uh, great job, guys. Thank you. Yeah. So um, thank you for everybody for, for taking the time to chime in and, and being patient with us as we kind of <laughs> fumble, went, through. fumble through, went <laughs> off the cuff a little bit. And um, we hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving and a wonderful holiday season. Yes. And um, thank you very much. And we're going to sign off for the day. Yes, stay well. Thank you. Bye-bye.